Oso. Uh, no one. More about gel coat. When the fourth round. Don't you call in the. Well, doesn't look good already. Okay. Jumbo Scampi for limited. All for a price that will make you. Hello, up listeners. I'm Jamie Hill, one of your co-hosts, and it's Sunday trolling. <laughs> I'm get it. All right. <laughs> and I'm Stephen Moclerk, your other co-host. And spoiler alert: I done fucked up, Jamie. I took the gun and I left the cannoli. But despite my fuck up, I'm really excited today because we have not just one friend. But two friends with us today. Look at that. So exciting. A queued up first. Uh Uh-huh. A queued up first. Let's go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Rock, paper, scissors. Hey, uh, I'm uh, Joseph Duffy. (laughs) This is is my first appearance on a podcast. I I go way back with... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, This is my first appearance on a podcast. Uh, Go back, way back with uh, Stephen and Will... Uh, to our days at the University of Mississippi. Uh, we took a class together in college. Um, me and Will have been having a heck of a summer down here on the Gulf Coast where I'm from. Uh, and uh, yeah, me and me and Jamie know each other. Uh, I would say we're, we're, we're strong acquaintances. I feel like we hung out on, you know, a handful of times. And, at, yeah, least, at least once. Yeah. Yeah. Strong was enough. it once? Yeah, it was, yeah maybe once. I, yeah, there we yeah, go. So. Just the perfect amount of connection yeah. for this to work yeah. really, really well. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. My turn. Yeah. Hey, queued up listeners, my queued uppies, my queued heads. I'm Will Bedwell. Pleasure to be here. Spoiler alert: uh, we got the gabagool out. We're drinking Italian wine. We're also all three of us are at my house, Sam's. Uh, our brother Jamie at Memphis, up at the top of the state. I mean, we could turn on the camera. I don't know why, Jamie. We just agreed that like we didn't want to see each other. We can do it. You want to cut it on? You want to do it? Uh oh, another queued up. There's so many firsts happening right now. Good thing I got pants on. We're all wearing. (laughs) (laughs) None of us do. That's weird. We're we're all wearing terry cloth robes and gold chains. You can only see my hands. I'm not trying to give away (laughs) the topic. Yeah, everybody else is there. Stoked to be here. Thanks, guys. Perfect. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Well, um, also, we call our uh, our listeners are cuties. Oh, cuties. Yeah. I swear, Joseph and I have been listening to all the back catalog. Right. But I, I heard y'all. I heard y'all dunk on me on uh, on on land sharks. Me and Wes. You and oh. uh, you and Justin. Oh, I don't know if that's true. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Now I'm just wondering, like, if we get if we get famous, I will get a cutie mark. I will get Taylor Cobbleson's uh, logo as a tramp stamp. Yeah, that'll be. If we if we, we have to. Ten thousand listeners. There we go. I'm getting. I'm, I'm getting a tramp we'll stamp. Never going. fucking oh, get it. <laughs> but I want to know. So yeah, I know who did it. But I was thinking, whose upper lip and nose and glasses area is it? He was just inspired by old MTV uh, curves. 
<laughs> Shaquille O'Neal's face? Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. when he lays in that fucking 20-person-sized bed. That's the fucking face. That's the only face. episode yeah. of Cribs anyone remembers. This is Shaquille that O'Neal. That essentially is true. So, surprise, Duffy and I are taking this over here to talk about Cribs. Oh, yeah. no. This, this is- sorry, <laughs> I, I turned off my video because my connection was like, sorry, can't handle video and audio. <laughs> Understand, That's it's fine. all right, man. I know I'm not, you know, I'm front and center here on the, uh, you know, so I get that. All right, there that. we go. Video. See, we tried it. We didn't like it. We can't say that we're averse to new things here on Queued Up Database. Um, but talking about new things, the most important thing, snacks. So, friends, yeah. what are your favorite TV watching snacks? You know, I, I've been thinking a lot about this, and the it's thing, an important question. The, yeah, I, I, I agree. And and like so many other things in my life, it's kind of like whatever's around, you know. <laughs> so it's like it's scrounging, you know. Like for instance, right now I am uh, back at home with my parents for the summer, and so they have a lot of great food that's just sort of like in the fridge. So, you know, like I mean, it's like I like, but I like meaty shit, you know. Like if 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 I'm maybe under the influence of something um, good tv like yeah like under the influence of, uh, of a you certain... want to eat something that makes you have a meaty shit yes and that's what you're getting at something solid something so like i mean pizza pizza so, you know pizza see, but hey, pizza uh, you no know, well not pizza probably don't but take like, mine not, yeah. <laughs> chicken i'll say chicken i said chicken yeah chicken, chicken of any kind my duty exactly. is whole like, rotisserie like, chicken <laughs> like, hang on i gotta stop at kroger pick up a baked chicken <laughs> Three of them, dude. New Game of Thrones dude, coming out tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with chicken, bro. <laughs> yeah. I love that chicken. So no wings, you know, I don't know. It's been a big summer for wings too, but we haven't we haven't been watching much TV with uh eating the wings though, have we? No, because we like a new wings place. A new wing spot. Oh man. Yeah. Um Yeah, so uh, uh you know, candy anything man i just anything but a lot is free at your parents pantry yes okay. yes or my or your pantry yeah i like yeah. <laughs> yeah like i'll eat some nuts off the top of your fridge while you're asleep or like half of like uh like a sleeve of wheat bread while you're passed out or something like that yeah. <laughs> you're gonna make a pbj for work or a, yeah like stay up at six in the morning watching watching some tv that's when, when yeah. joseph and i have hung out we'll, we'll go out briefly yeah. And then come home really early to watch something on TV. I'll watch an episode and go to bed. He'll stay up all night and finish the series. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, some, uh, with some chicken. With some chicken. Yeah, whole chicken. Chickens. Whole chickens. Rotisserie chickens. I've, I'm afraid you're going like, to move the couch and it'll be that scene from Girl Interrupted. And it's yeah. just like whole chickens just stacked under there. Yeah. Mm, dark. Delicious, but dark. Um, okay. Well, that's... Yeah. Something. So okay. Yeah. Well, with wings, it's important to like what kind of wings are you mm. bone in, bone out, bone in, bone in, and yeah. then talk about that new technique. They're called chicken nuggets if they don't have a bone in them. <laughs> That's true. That true. And then you need like five times as many. Like I feel like if I'm gonna true. eat twelve bone in wings, I need like forty nug to like get to that same level. Agree. Okay. Yeah. What are you? What kind of sauce? Are you just hot wing guy or? Depends on how fucked up my body is at that moment. If I'm like, if I'm rolling with a good constitution, if I've got some like good nutrients in my stomach, like if my stomach's feeling secure, hot wings all day. If I'm feeling vulnerable, I'm going with something a little, a little, 
Uh, what is it? Naked? Naked will be great. I understand that, man. I, I've had some hot wings that just yeah. stuck with me for a week or so afterwards because my stomach wasn't ready for it. Yeah. We got Tom's in the house. That's, uh, you know. And not yeah. naked. 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 Mm. Right? Naked. Two Ks. But no, this new place we like, they, uh, so first they smoke their wings and then they deep flash deep fry. Oh my gosh. And so there's like the smoke flavor through, but the, the I've never had crispier uh, skin. Is this murky waters? No, no, that's no, no, no. The thing. This is uh, Love Shack, previously oh. Hideaway, right. previously something else. Love Shack probably won't last. One day, something no one else. Lasts is yeah, there, yeah. but yeah, they got like two. They got the killer left. wings. Every, every and we've been on wing night. Nobody there. So. Oh no, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, nope. <laughs> best wings ever. I swear. <laughs> okay. Is it? Yeah. So what? What are they? Twenty five cent wings on wing night. Fifty. Oh, okay. Oh. So, I mean, is if they're as good as what you say, it's worth it. That's still. We we we've gone on non wing night, paid full price for wings. Yeah, do we do that the other? They do yeah. five, yes, ten, do. Yeah. fifteen. Is the counts of wings, and that seems kind of weird. I don't know about that. I hate that, dude. And that's I hate by the pound, dude. That's up. fucking bullshit. By the pound is fucking Where's bullshit. That? That's Hey Joe's in Cleveland, there. Mississippi. Oh, okay. That's that's that, bullshit. Don't buy wings at Hey Joe's. They don't even serve liquor there. Well, do they now? They have wine in a can, and they have. That, uh, that's not a thing. First off, well, that's not a thing for humans. Well, <laughs> oh my god, over who's drinking wine in a can? Fifteen-year-olds. Well, maybe that's the trend setting. Chris, appealing to y'all on Instagram. Speaking of, y'all follow me on Instagram. I'm flattered. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, started that oh, so thirty minutes ago. I like, I like y'all's first post. Is the logo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instagram asked me, "Do you want to make your profile picture a logo, or your profile picture a post as well?" Yeah, of course. Just please. Yeah, thank We're you. gonna take. We'll take some selfies. Yeah, y'all send me send me a picture, um, and I'll learn Photoshop to put myself into it. There we go. Look at that. See all of the learning that we do for this podcast. So much, so much learning. Oh, I think it's happening right now. I'm trying to get this selfie game. Oh, we got some light. We got. Oh, that's my selfie face noise. That's your noise. Oh, I realize our assistant is in the background holding up her laptop to make sure she's not in in it. I appreciate it. We do have someone on set ready to. I did. Yeah, I did see her in the back. Yeah. She's She's here with information at the drop of a hat. Perfect. Okay. So wings. Perfect. And Will, what about you? What's your favorite snack? Um, Not to seem trite. Uh, pedantic or like a basic B. Pizza is my go-to. There's nothing, nothing wrong. wrong with that. No. Okay, so here's so I brought up my favorite current pizza on another podcast that we roasted Jamie on, Land Sharks After Dark. Um, sorry, Jamie. It and, happens. But I got roasted by that host, your brother-in-law, for ordering um, like a white sauce-based pizza at Pizza Hut. Oh, <laughs> dude. Pizza, oh. <laughs> Pizza Hut's Alfredo sauce is good though. I mean, did you get some grilled chicken on there? Oh, I do. No, no, no. I do uh, Canadian yeah. bacon and pepperoni. Dude, dude, that's, that's such a. That's great. On top of the Alfredo sauce, dude. Garlic. The Pizza Hut Alfredo sauce, double bacon. It's the way to go. Yes. Okay, that's intense. I do also extra cheese on top of the Alfredo cheese. You know, the cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, I- I think I almost had like a lactose event. Is that what you had the first? <laughs> and I'm not. Yeah, we're talking about sensitive stomachs. I'm not sensitive to dairy, but it was testing your boy. 
Uh, but that's good. I messed up. I used to, especially when I used to be in school and uh, depressed, I would get mm. Sarashi dinners to go and go home and eat it. Oh, yeah. In like a dark room and watch TV. Those were But weird. it was sometimes hard to, because with Sarashi, you're having to kind of build it and eat it with the chopsticks. Mm. And I was not going to use a fork. And then at one point, I was watching like a foreign language uh, drama with subtitles and realized I had no idea what was happening because I kept having to eat my sushi. So just a, just a thought for all our cuties mm. out there. Uh, be careful with Sarashi if you're watching foreign language films. Yeah. No, it's definitely, it's got to be something that you can just, like, you don't have to think about eating. You can just bring it to your mouth and, like, never look away. Mm. And it's always just right at, you know, fingertip length. Mm. So, perfect. That's Those why pizza's perfect for that. Well, mm-hmm. talking about You just get, get a whole... You don't, you don't cook anymore? You're not doing barbecue anymore, Bedwell, for TV? Ooh, guess what I just came home with. Although, yes, I still do the barbecue. I just got a propane grill. So, we charcoal and propane now. Oh, man. Taste the meat, not the heat. What would Hank Hill say? Taste the meat, not the heat. God oh, damn it, Bobby! <laughs> He's got uh, cast iron grates, too. We're not playing around in the oh, serious wow. stuff, yeah. Stuff got the griddle that. placement to put in. Uh, it's very nice. It's very nice. Man. My dad didn't like it. It wasn't as fun. It's too easy. He likes messing with his charcoal. So I was like, I'll pick that up, dude. Yeah. Nice. And our, our lovely producer borrowed her dad's truck so we could go get it from Hattiesburg today. I appreciate it. looking truck. Mm-hmm. Man, I gotta come down. There. I miss. Uh, I missed. Me and Mary Margaret were talking about how we missed uh, cooking. Cooking over at your place. Oh yeah. We made some fire barbecue sauce once. I've not had enough like dinner parties and people over. I really got to do it bigger. I did barbecue for the office though. Mm. That's when I got in good. When my supervisor, I realized he was on his sixth pulled pork sandwich. Damn. I was like, it's going down. It's a little dark. I did not bring enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's great. You know, I mean, um, yeah. You don't co workers? Yeah. I don't work. You teach school. Ooh, I, bought, I bought pizza for my students this there year. There you go. There I you bought go. two fucking huge pizzas. I my bought dude extra got large two. From like this this place called Gumby's in two, Iowa City. Two small dang. CC's dude, plain cheese. I got extra large <laughs> plain cheese, dude. That is what I did. So it was good. So I know it's a poetry class. You got a lot of vegetarians and vegans. There's a lot of parties up there that I go and eat the food at those parties, but I never bring anything. You ever had any good barbecue up there? No, like my barbecue. Well, I've had some decent wings, some like blueberry glazed wings, some kind of bullshit. Like sorry, yeah. This place called Pops. Okay, that's all they have to do in the Midwest. Yeah, just like put weird combinations of food together. It's just like what up? What up? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look at the corn now. Yeah, Bring, bring me my blueberry wings. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's not good food in Iowa City, I'll say that. Shouts to all my Iowans. I don't think Iowans? Iowans. Oh. Okay. You're steadily becoming one. Watch yourself. I know. I'm going to get a fucking hurt. Yeah. Well, those are. On the set. Yep. Burp, 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 burp. <laughs> on the subject of pizza. Yeah. Um, just and things that look like pizza. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last week, Jamie, with uh, the Emmy Award nominations. But um, how did you? I am really impressed recently with uh, the special effects on TV, especially in the oh. miniseries Chernobyl. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, those special effects are something special. Oh, they are the pizza guy. Special. They're just saying, the pizza <laughs> the guy. guy. This man, oh, okay, all my cuties, you gotta watch Chernobyl, wait for episode three. My boy has radiation poisoning. Turns out it makes your skin go translucent. And you look like a pepperoni pizza. I think the worst oh, part of the worst. I was eating pizza, man. Oh, oh. Like eating it like oh. I can't eat when oh. I watch Chernobyl. That's the after dinner movie. Oh. <laughs> or after See, dinner show. At this point, I feel like it's got to be comfort food, though, mm-hmm. because there are just so many awful moments in that show where it's oh, like, I shoot, oh, I need I to eat. I need chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> just drinking straight vodka on Chernobyl. Yeah. And crying, frankly. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful go. acting. Well, you got to take those pills, too, or those pills. What do you got to take? You just got to oh, eat I, some iodine, iodine pills. I got to load up on the iodine. Yep. Um, yeah. So you just finished Chernobyl, Jamie? I did. I, I actually finished it this morning. Watched the last. Uh, it's it's such a good wrap-up. Um, that, that, that last when they're doing the court scene. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we talk favorite characters from Chernobyl? I'm going to yeah. go first. Boris. The only person doing a Russian accent. So anyone who hasn't watched it, <laughs> it's a, it's all British actors, mm. I guess. And so Boris is a, he's from Sweden actually. The he's actor Swedish, is a yeah. Swedish actor, so he's just doing his normal accent. But everyone's like, oh cheerio, the uh, the 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 the, the uh, re- reactor's blown, mate. We gotta get the bloody hell out of here. And he says, uh, what do you mean the, the reactor is blown? I'm- <laughs> And the party will not stand for this. He's the one. He's the. He's the one who fucked up. Who like just keep going. Oh no! Sorry, no. sorry. Boris is the party uh, liaison or whatever that goes to help oh. the main character with everything. The yes. one who yeah. has the uh, the quintessential coughing up blood moment. Yes. 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 Okay. Is- Every TV show's got it somewhere. We're going to die in five years, sir. Yes. We're going to die in five years. Okay. He's like, but, <laughs> but he's like, all right, let's go. Okay. But he is my favorite. I don't know. Something about him. He's like, and then at the end, you know, he's kind of like, this is all so terrible. Like, I've done no good. I'm just, and then uh, uh main guy turns to him. He's like, everything would have been like so much worse without you, Boris. Like, yeah. you saved so many countless lives. You got to realize how crucial you were in this moment. And Boris mm-hmm. just like, finally accepts it. It's like, okay, I know I'll die in a year, but. But then he mouth. didn't. He didn't die for like six years. Yeah, a little while. Uh, the the end where they were showing like actual footage of the people, the three guys that were on trial, they got them spot on. Like those actors look just like those people. But everybody else, like Boris, was a much uglier person in real life. Not a handsome actor, anyway. But no. Really? <laughs> you like? I don't know. He's tall. You know the tall guys. I, I'll just always remember him as uh, yeah. What's up? What else? Was uh, he was in Pirates of the Caribbean, and he played um, Orlando Bloom's dad. Oh yeah, that was in show. the seventh Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it was like three Pirates Too Furious. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean race around the world the again. The rum, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's... he's been in something else I've seen. I just can't place him. Maybe I should look him up. I feel like it's like a out. CBS show, but it's not. Also, you know, um, but... I love how it's throwback to Mad Men. Oh, that the that. British guy that came yeah. over didn't actually hang himself in his office, but only faked his death so that he could then go help with Chernobyl. 
That's a brilliant. So, I love the red string here. I'm yeah, impressed by that. What was his name in Mad Men? I can't remember. I love that show. Something Lane. Lane. Uh, oh, Lane Price. Lane, Lane Price. Lane Price. Yeah. So, yeah, Lane Price uh, who's just has a big, a big crush on Boris. Yeah. And just like, Boris, you the man, dude. Mm, man. Come on. And it's, uh So who are y'all's favorite characters? I started that diatribe. I like the plan I'm manager. Speaking, going back to the, Ooh, the, yeah. the people who were nailed uh, by the series. In terms of the, how mustache. They look. the mustache guy who's a total fucking asshole. He's just like mm-hmm. the biggest asshole in the whole yeah. show. It's basically all his fault. But then he outlives most of them. Right? Yeah. How did yeah. he live so long? Uh, and his hair got all like fucking weird at the yeah. end. Like yeah. it was like gray, but like super gray or super white. And like, he just had a real ad- yeah radioactive gray. And they put him back in charge of another uh, reactor awesome. <laughs> after he got out of jail. There you go. Look at Perfect. that. Fail upward. The ultimate, you know, yeah. that's just white white privilege at work. Yeah. He's in Trump's cabin. Uh, I don't know. Just, <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's Rick Perry. It's Rick Perry. <laughs> it's Rick Perry. Rick Perry. He comes back. <laughs> Department of Energy, baby. <laughs> yeah. Got three. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who my favorite character is, but I don't even remember. The blonde woman who, like, kills her child because she won't leave her dying boyfriend alone oh yeah that's my what? least favorite character don't touch him you're pregnant yeah well yeah that, like that's what yeah she was like you're not pregnant are you she's like no and she's like well even if you're not you shouldn't be here so then she stays there for two days well and just like people keep walking by like looking at her like on the inside and it's just like is no one gonna say anything like i know someone did but like still okay all right let's just keep walking not my job and the entire time they were showing her, I was just like, "Get, get the fuck out! Get the fuck out! It's yeah. not good. He's he's gonna die. You can't help him. Like, you he's can't pizza man. He's pizza man. Pass the curtain. Yep. Quit touching him. Don't. But I also felt like in her case, this is me stealing someone's Twitter opinion, but I agree with it. Is the only thing that we have to care about her is that she is having a baby. Mm-hmm. Like that. We're just like, oh, the child. She's having like a five armed baby. Yeah. <laughs> But not because she's like an interesting character. It's just like that is a woman, and she has the capacity to bear a child. Oh, yeah. And now she's touching someone who's right. going to ruin that ability to bear right. a child. Let's care about her because of that. Although mm-hmm. shout out, Freed. the baby did absorb all the radiation, yeah. so she lived a long time. Yeah, yeah, the baby was chill as fuck about it. So I don't know if she was playing the long game or what. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm just gonna make it. I'm just gonna point something out. I'm just gonna point something out. <laughs> Oh man! Well, this is the uh, and like why did that DB yeah. the episode the podcast where we're all going to hell? <laughs> well, because the nurse is like, yeah, you can go in there for a little bit, just don't go behind the curtain. But why did why wasn't the nurse like, I'm gonna supervise you, you know? Like why like like let's go in together? Yeah, I'll let you like, uh, but I'm in control of the situation. The nurse was just like, yeah, go hang out. Not like, my with, job uh, in the nuclear ward. Mm-hmm. Like, and then she didn't check on that guy till like eight hours later. Like, didn't go past him once. Yeah, well, and then it wasn't even the nurse. It was the compiled female scientist. It was like, oh you know, yeah, I liked like, how they did that. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, and she was a great actor. I love. Yeah, her. yeah, she did a really good job. As also, well. like rehabilitating Dolores Umbridge. Like, I never thought I'd be able to feel oh, good for her so ever again. Actually, I think I might be. Com- nope, it was Dolores was Umbridge. It, yeah, yeah, yeah well, you're talking about. Go, well. I've been trying to read the cast list, and the ugh, the names are just throwing me so bad. Oh, yeah, because, well, there's a lot of vowels. Yep. <laughs> They're very long. Uh, Russian names are difficult. My favorite character is the minor. The minor mm, form. Yes. My favorite character in any. Yes, yes. In any <laughs> yes. show is the character who absolutely 
just does not give a fuck. So <laughs> this also this Ooh. also extends to the old lady with the cow. Oh, yeah. uh, she's metal as fuck too. Yeah. Um, but the miner, I also like when he's just like, nope, you know, this is how our this is how our fathers do it. This is how we're gonna do it. And if we're all gonna die, go fuck yourself. Like, don't. And yeah. he had like the rough Irish accent. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I for some reason Redwall too. It was really hitting on a lot of Redwall. Yeah. Hell like yes. I was just like, these are these are the moles. Like this is you the know moles. <laughs> like. Hootzootpie, like that's what I like. That's what I was expecting him to pop out of the hole. Hootzootpie and some uranium two sixty three two thirty six, however it is. So, he turned into a mole. That's what he. That's what happened. That's hilarious when they go out though there and they're all just butt naked mining. She's like, "Yo, gotta wear clothes. It's dangerous." She's like, "Can you tell me that makes a difference?" They're like, "Not totally." Yeah, that's when he walks in and he's like, "Do these masks actually work?" They're like, "Absolutely." He's like, "Why aren't you wearing them?" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, they're like, "Well, at least we have a couple things covered our balls." Um, like, you guys, okay? Yeah, kind of nose for bullshit. That minor. Perfect. Great. To think, all because of the pizza man. We love this show. Mm-hmm. God, that was horrifying. It was terrifying. Uh, but talking about gratuitous violence. <laughs> that was, he was my favorite snack. Mm. Oh, what a snack. Yeah. Just licking him a little bit? <laughs> Behind the curtain? No. Ew. No. Oh, man. Not a lick action, dude? Yes. Purple pepperonis just sliding around. <laughs> shit is just, dude, it's getting in there. Fucking hell. <laughs> Imagine if she wasn't pregnant. I mean, you know, they, I mean, they made her just lay there for a while, just hung out, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know what they would have let I'll say, do, he but... was not um, Alfredo-based. You could see through to the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, a vermouth, was it? Uh, no, uh, base? I don't know. Uh, but, uh, base. Yeah, vodka-based sauce. Mm-hmm. He had the sauce, though. Get it? He's a brave man, too. Mm-hmm. Died for his country. I also like the... He was kind of like... They, they portrayed him as the big idiot when <laughs> the fireman first showed up. <laughs> And he just picked up the your irradiated graphite. Did he pick that up? Start no, yeah, it's 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 the, the big yeah. dumb guy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, um, don't. Yeah, that doesn't that look looks... good. Doesn't that's bad? Oh, my hand is melting. <laughs> so this podcast is anti-nuclear power, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. For sure. Cool. Um, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of. I'm gonna steal Steven's thing. Gratuitous violence and pizza and and, and pizza. Um, Rome. <laughs> why don't uh, Why don't you guys tell us? Either one of y'all, just tell us uh, what you got queued up for us today. So I think the reason we are here is to talk about The Sopranos, which um, me and Will are both pretty big fans of. Obsessed. I, yeah, uh, we really obsessed. do. I'm not gonna make. Stephen have to take on this moniker role, but we have uh, started wearing gold chains in our daily lives. We have, <laughs> yeah. and I've been like just like perusing used Rolex sites uh, for like the past couple weeks now. Um, especially, I just visited like one of my friends in Houston who's like making a little bit of money, and I'm like you know not right now, so it's sort of like, well, okay, like how do I feel about money, whatever. But yeah, like Rolexes, gold chains. Maserati. It's just, that's also, thing. we're like, all we aspire um, to that, but we 
don't? I don't know. It's like, what are we doing here? And we're anti-toxic masculinity. We are. So yeah. it's like, how do so we that's, idolize Tony That's Soprano? the Sopranos in a bottle. And we're, we are murderers. Uh, right. Anti-heroes, for right. sure. Are we anti-heroes? I'm not. <laughs> TVD. You said I. Okay, well... Uh, I was actually going to ask, how did you... So did you two become friends by watching this show? How did you guys, like, come to The Sopranos? Well, I'll tell you what. We never participated in organized crime before we watched The Sopranos yeah. together. So that's one It's a gateway thing. drug. Um, I had watched... We had both, I think, watched the full we watched series it separately. before... Yeah, we became friends. No, I actually Maybe. watched it after we became friends, but okay. not with you. Not with me. Okay. I watched it alone in my last apartment in Oxford, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. And that was like my friend. I, I got a dog that year, and I watched six seasons of The Sopranos, and that was like how I got through that year. So You can watch six seasons of Sopranos in two months. Very easy. easily. Very easily, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it probably took me two months. It was probably something like that. So, um, um, But, yeah, so. Changed my life. Made me rethink about how I think about all the men in my life. Really? All yeah. of my obsessions with grandeur. Okay. Made me rethink those. Uh, yeah, what did it make me think about? It made me think about sort of Tony's, like, Tony's, like, the fact that, like, well, because I was, like, Tony's, I, I think the biggest thing that it made me think about was Tony going to the therapist and talking to the therapist and sort of being unwilling going to like not wanting to talk to the therapist or having all these problems with therapy or all these issues that he's never going to work out. Um, really those meetings, I think with the therapist were like the sort of like, I res like that resonated with me, this sort of like conflict within myself between ideas of like um, him wanting to be like the strong silent type. Like um, who does he always reference? Who's the old actor? I can't ever remember. Um, but he, oh, you know, he's uh, Tony's obsessed with old Hollywood. Yeah, Glenn. Uh, no, uh, um, Gary Cooper. Yeah, Gary, yeah, like Cooper. Gary Cooper, the strong, silent type. But then Tony's not like he's he's not constantly close. sort of like contradicting his own ideals or whatever. I, I don't know, or failing to. Um, he he's not the strong, silent type in so many ways. But that that's what he idealizes. Um, yeah. So I think that's really yeah. awesome. But I, yeah. just before we drill down into some of those things that you guys have said, like, yeah, so what, like take a breath. What, yeah. yeah, take a breath. Let's digest that because I okay. think that's going to take the conversation in some interesting places. But like, do you like what made you, like were you did someone recommend it to you? Was it the you know you had heard that it was influential in TV? Was it do you remember it from high school? Like how did you actually find the Sopranos or the Sopranos mm. found you? Okay, so Alex Ridgway and I live together, um, who y'all should definitely get on. Yeah, as yeah, yeah, he's... My dude, my dude is still raised, being raised by TV. Uh, yeah. We stole or finagled getting Wes and Dean's password, who I also recommend for a guest. <laughs> yes, we've had him at uh, Tuts when we talked uh, about Oops, okay, I'm going to cue that up next. Yeah, that's uh, a good episode. How did I miss that in the back? He bag? got all the backlogs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we got his HBO Go password, and I think we had just heard about it so much, and it was like, we need something to watch, like, let's start The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. And then, and we can talk about, I'll let Duffy talk about how he started, but like, as soon as you watch the pilot, mm -hmm. you're just hooked. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. It's, I think it's the greatest pilot in television history to me. I mean, and um, I know, you know, reading after watching it and being so obsessed that you know, they really made it as that it could be a standalone in case it didn't get picked up. The first, the pilot, and I think the whole series, I mean, it, the first season ties up well. It could have ended. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, so I just, 
and it was no time we watched it all mm. and uh started speaking you know italian uh in italian accents because most of those characters can't speak they don't know italian that's mm. a great part mm. as much as they're obsessed with their own culture it's a great mm. episode season three maybe they go mm. to italy yeah, uh, with Chrissy, cool. spoiler alert, Chrissy start, first does heroin, which has a long arc in that, that show. Was that his first one? Yeah, yeah he did it. He yeah. met the other dude. With, and uh, yeah. Tra- the tracks. Okay. Um, and he's out of it. But gosh, it was just like, whew, I was just... It's that kind it. of, yeah, like with Chris, like that, even that, it's just like Chrissy going over there, and then he's just, it's just supposed to be this big hopeful thing, like them going, returning to the motherland, and Chrissy's out of commission the whole time. Like, he doesn't see any of Italy. Oh, I mean, and it's it just, just like, hurt you. You become family, the family, right? You know, uh, part of. It. But how did you start? I think similar to that. Like, I think like the pilot grabbed me, and I think like I. Before then, how did you? When did you hear about? I guess I always yeah. grew up hearing about the last episode, which I definitely want to get into. Yeah, maybe save that for later. Yeah, so yeah, that's a later conversation. But so I yeah. totally knew the ending and like the controversy that right. was. Oh yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, but then finally, and maybe shouts to Sean Ray, maybe had a role and really get me to start watching. Now that I'm thinking, yeah, I think he had watched it before and really recommended it. So Sean, I'm sure you're listening. You should come on Land Sharks After Dark. Justin's been trying to get you on there for eight seasons. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, I think you. I'm sure maybe you or somebody else talked to me about it, but I, I do remember the first time. Yeah, growing up with the finale i think first hearing about the finale on like vh1 which i watched avidly around the time that the series ended um and then i remember i watched like all the highlights like all the highlights of the show all the deaths everything like that um, there's a lot of death but but right before i even watched i watched all that shit on youtube you watch the fun- oh yeah yeah like i swore, yeah uh-huh, and like uh-huh. and it was still a really part like uh, it, it was still great yeah because those like, aren't yeah the big all the violence yeah all the funny lines that is not the it's, backbone of this show mm-hmm. that's how it all works together. that's some of the flashy stuff right like, that is not the the i'm trying to think about an italian word here the, the genesee that's Italian. That's awesome. Well, I think that that's really great because it is. Um, I think because I, so I love The Sopranos because I love uh, Italian mob movies specifically, mm-hmm. not just mob movies. We're gonna talk about your family roots. I shouldn't yeah, get into this. They, one. There you Sorry. go. Yeah, right. Sorry. I can't. Ooh, <laughs> we'll find. Don't Keep find, that cat in the bag. They'll baby. find you in the pine <laughs> Um But they'll actually find you this time, though. Um, so, uh, but I love Goodfellas and Casino and The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I came to The Sopranos. And I think that um, the, like, where they happen, and we'll talk a little bit about this later, about, like, where each of those things happened, like, in the timeline of the United States, mm-hmm. says a lot. Like, it really taps into the subconscious. All great, you know, all great TV does, I feel, on a certain level. But I think they really, like, the writing on this show does more so than any other, um, you know, like, show from that time period. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and then that, of course, goes to the larger conversation about the the second golden age of TV. Um, So, Jamie, do you want to... What's your relationship to this? Uh, so I watch. I I um, I want to say I probably saw a couple episodes with uh, Ridgeway and Bedwell 
and then just started. They told me they were like, "You got to watch this Sopranos." It was pro- it's probably their at least their second watch through when I was seeing it with them, because they knew they were like, "Oh man, this is a good episode." And I sat down and watched it, and then I went home, watched most of it. I'd say I'd say I finished it about as quick as you could the, my first watch through, and then. Um, I've watched it through a couple different times. Uh, honestly, it's a really good show to go to bed to, like try to fall asleep to, because it's just it's a lot of talking. The violence kind of sucks when that happens and you're almost asleep, but <laughs> uh, the rest of it's really good. But yeah, I'd, I'd love it. Um, I've always, you know, I just I'm with you. I also love Italian mob stuff a lot. Uh, I don't know why. I just it's always it's. Organized crime has always fascinated me in any capacity, and you know Italian mafia is really the the uh, it's a really good American version of that. So, well, and I wonder how much David Chase so recognized America's obsession with the mob mobster movies in movies hmm. and use just chose that as a platform <clears throat> to subvert TV with well, that so... I can get people to so hard so from know. doing reading about why with the impetus behind the show is actually his own relationship with his mother uh, yeah so <clears throat> actually the full we talk about the first season where the focus is really on tony and livia mm-hmm. it's it comes from him and his relationship with his mother so the it's like and being in an italian american family and i think that that the larger than life architects that people already identified with he actually so he actually said that if hbo hadn't have picked up the pilot he would have gone taken it added another 30 minutes and turned mm. it into a movie mm-hmm. uh and so then he uses the rest of his experiences growing up and i think it, there's a great um it's a very it's a small exchange at dr melfi is having dinner with her family and uh her ex-husband uh like is upset that she's taken on tony and they're talking about, um, you know, it's like there are X number of Italians in the United States and there are X number of people in La Cosa Nostra and all anyone ever thinks about are mm-hmm. the people in La Cosa Nostra. Uh, and I think David Chase probably really identified with that. But it's also, it's, you know, you talked, Bedwell, you said about um, really made you question the, um, like, men in your life. I think that it's a great, um, you know, you see that, like... It's, I think for David Chase in particular, is a great window into just the larger, like he saw his family small fail on a small scale and then seeing like mm. those big family failures propagated through like something that can be turned into an organized business model and then you like kill your uncle on, you know, after Sunday dinner. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I guess like talking about that and yeah, but we can go down, start going down that path. Why do, why do you think it made you question the men in your life? So, um, put it, and then this is going to be a little broad again. Uh, shout out to the men in my life. I want to put you on the spot. Um, so part of it is like there's still humanity in people that seem at first to onset evil, mm-hmm. right? But that just being what we think of as a normal person that's not committing countless felonies on a given day 
doesn't mean you're a good person. Mm. So I think of Artie Bucco, who owns the restaurant that they eat at all the time. Yeah. That he pretty much sucks. He but, does suck. But he's, he's not an organized crime. He's very whiny. He's very whiny. Right. Well, well, he's sucks. not an organized crime because oh, they won't let him pretty much. Yeah, yeah, they won't let him. Yeah, he's not, yeah. <laughs> he's not cut out for the family. Um, but that there's a lot more dualities even beyond that um, in people that maybe you even look up to. So I think about Tony and his Uncle Junior's relationship and how even though they were so tight um, – I don't know where I'm going with that exactly, but I, I think that's interesting yeah. that you bring it because it to me it's a fake kind of tight. Mm-hmm. Like I think you see a lot of, I guess just about the masculinity in the show mm-hmm. being so toxic and the ways that you know they, you know Tony thinks that he's a good person because he provides for his family mm-hmm. and what and he, whatever he does to provide for the family he doesn't question the means in which he does that. And I don't think any of the men really do. And so um, I think that like all of those things, like you're supposed to be a provider, you're mm-hmm. supposed to be, you're not supposed to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, I'm trying to think of all of the other things that are on display. Um, oh, I just watched, you're not supposed to go down on a woman. That was a big, that was a big one. That was a huge view yeah. on the yeah. golf course and all that. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, and then like, and Tony, I think with me, yeah, thinking about, I thought about a lot about Tony as a father, and, and and I think I I I kind of admired him as a father figure in the sense that he was going to therapy. I thought that was really cool that this that this guy, by so many other measures, is this sort of traditional controlling father figure. Um, but but then he's going to therapy. That he was a complicated. That, that, that I was able to see, you know, a complicated you know, a father figure, but also uh, just the shitty parts of his masculinity. I was like, just to, to see them be depicted and, and dramatized, like, um, especially his relationship with AJ, hmm. um, where, uh, and going back to the point of him being a provider and that because he's a provider, he, that's basically his huge, his huge pillar that sort of like allows all of his other, any of his behavior is that, you know, anytime he's interacting with his family saying, well, look, you know, we have this $400,000 house, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. or 4,000 square foot house and, and all this stuff. But I think, yeah, his relationship with AJ and seeing that like put to screen and like him, him, you know, telling AJ that he, that he needs to man up. He needs the way he sort of berates and sort of abuses AJ, I think was, was like, like a powerful thing to see depicted on screen. Um, and just the, how complicated and emotional so, their relationship is. You know? but, on, yeah. on that yeah. uh, Tony and Junior relationship, yeah. um, or AJ relationship, yeah. do you think that he, Tony bullies AJ because he sees a lot of himself in AJ mm-hmm. and wants to quash the things that he feels made him weak? Mm-hmm. Or is it just like that's the way... Because I don't feel like we ever get a lot of insight. I, I could be wrong in later mm-hmm. seasons, but um, a lot of insight into his his relationship to his dad and how his dad was a parent. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of how his mother was uh-huh. a shitty fucking parent, mm-hmm. um, but we don't see a lot of... So, like, we have nothing to compare. Even, like, his relationship... Like, I still don't see, like... The way he describes his relationship with Junior is like mm-hmm. an idealized relationship with your dad. We don't see the messy bits of the. You know, yes, yeah, there's old. actually there's actually a couple episodes. Like I don't know what season it's in, where it shows like flashbacks to like 
Tony dealing with his like learning his dad's in the mafia. And he's so that's beat the crap out of people. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. He yeah. goes like fair, um, or he follows his dad to the fair, and he's yeah. And they all get arrested. He yeah. Sees his father get arrested, I think. And then there's a couple of domestic scenes where the the thing with the meat, that association with the meat starts, where his fainting spells are tied in with this association of like negative memories or or stressful meat or something. And his dad's like cutting up the meat while he's doing something strange with his mother. I can't remember exactly what it is, but his father was pretty distant. Actually, looking back, like, they don't have too many... I, I don't remember of a That's flashback where... That's Junior back then. Yeah, dad, yeah. I, I, yeah I, which Tony's less distant that way. Like, Tony plays video games and stuff with AJ, yeah. but he also slaps him whenever AJ gets expelled. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember seeing a distinct scene of, like, physical abuse from... Tony's father to him, but I could imagine that might have been depicted. I just don't remember it. I, I, I don't. I'm wondering. Yeah, I don't know if they ever showed anything like that or not. But I was wondering if it maybe it's like fait complete Like, of course, like people at that. And Tony says, you know, like at some point, I'm pretty sure he says, like, you know, it's not cool these days to beat to beat your child like a tarantella. Um, but uh, and it's not. Back in the day, they just slapped me in the mouth. Yeah, there we go. Um, but. Um, I think that in this specific relationship, we never have anything to compare. I guess, like, the comparison is his mother. Yeah. Which is an interesting way to, you know, like, is Tony becoming his mother? What does that say about him as a character? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and the roles that women have played in his life. Um, I think Mm. that that's... is potentially very interesting um but okay yeah because yeah like aj meadow definitely they're like they'll be thinking about tony in the same way that tony thought about his mother like like tony's a more dominant like parental figure in their lives Mm -hmm. versus like yeah tony definitely seemed to think less about his dad than i just don't see i i don't necessarily see them having the same relationship that Tony has with his mother, though. Yeah, it is I feel like yeah. they're distant. Mm-hmm. They're much more distant between mm-hmm. one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Meadow and AJ are not as close to Tony that as Tony true. seems to be to his mother and mm-hmm. is dependent. Um, but I think it's interesting that... It's interesting to see that Meadow becomes the, like, involved... I see her as getting involved with the family. Like, she... Even though she, like, has the aspirations to become... Uh, a lawyer and like she does it like the reasons why she does it and the ways that she sticks up for her family and the way that AJ like breaks down to himself and to his therapist Mm -hmm. I think are completely different and so like you see AJ as the manifestation of Tony's weaknesses Mm -hmm. and then Meadow as the strengths that he hoped to develop Mm -hmm. you just blew my mind yeah yeah. so spot it's totally yeah and meadow's yeah. super involved oh. in the family because like, oh, yeah. we were even just watching the um jackie jr episode um where jackie jr gets whacked and spoiler alert, alert. <laughs> yep uh, right. um, uh it's, it's fine it's not a, yeah it's not you know it'll be fine i mean um but no sorry uh can have that or something but um uh yeah so meadow there she's she's constantly going back and forth between uh you know, whether or not, like in that episode, she's really, um, she, she kind of oscillates between defending the family and what to believe on whether or not, like, who killed Junior and Jackie Junior and everything like that. Uh, but she's really preoccupied with that question of, like, 
the mob and, and how does she feel about it like throughout the whole show, I guess. Whereas AJ's like She struggles with it. AJ like AJ's don't. They're never gonna let me do this. I can't handle this. <laughs> well and that but he says that they'll never but he's like the one who is Meadow is not seduced by the things that the mob can oh, like she AJ loves the so power, but he, is, yeah. and that's where it ends. When like, he starts going clubbing. When he starts going and, he, clubbing. and he decides oh, that he's gonna be a movie producer and then Meadow is still it's like she is I feel like she is the salvation the potential salvation of the family, um, mm-hmm. you know, and pu- putting it in a new direction. Interesting to see that they open up with a very flawed man who creates a, like a non-functioning son almost, but a very savvy functional daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, so very interesting. Um, but one of the things that I wanted us to talk about is Dr. Melfi and his decision to go into therapy because that plays such a tremendous role in the course of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and just what do you guys think about that? I think it's cool that um, first off the actress. So for, for those of you who don't know, uh, there are a ton of people in this movie from Goodfellas, which is my favorite movie of all fucking time. Mm-hmm. And so to like sit down with them, like now I could do it every day, but have uh, a sit down. Yeah. Have yeah, a sit down. Yeah. Uh, and we all get to walk away from the table. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's good. I want to sit down. <laughs> um, and I don't know anyone. Uh, yeah. I'm I, calling a sit down. <laughs> also. <laughs> um, but they are all great actors and actresses. And to see her, she played the wife yes. and mother in Goodfellas to become now uh, the therapist in, um, the Sopranos, uh, Lorraine. I know it starts with a BR, her last name. Bracco. 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 Uh, yeah. Boom. Uh, a lot of, again, with the Russian names and the Italian names, there are a lot of vowel sounds. <laughs> Just too many. Too many. Don't get me started on Polish. <laughs> um, but yeah, how do we feel about Dr. Melfi, his uh, psychiatrist? <sighs> Dr. Melfi. Will, do you have any thoughts? I don't know. I'm going to defer to Jess. You're deferring? Quick. I'm well, thinking of how to well, I explain think what I'm One doing. interesting question I ask is because that you sort of hit on is like, how does he get started going to therapy? Like, we just had the kind of the pilot play, but I Chef can't remember because he just, he's there, right? Uh, like that's, I think it's uh, after he has the panic attack. Yeah, okay. Right. And he, okay. they think he's having a heart attack, but it turns out that it's the panic attack, and they suggest that he go to a psychiatrist. Okay. Tony, I mean, it's. <laughs> Well, there's something, and this is real base at the beginning, yeah. but noble about her taking him on as a patient, mm-hmm. and even after uh, she finds out about his real life, keeping him as a patient. Um, and it's interesting. It reminds me of the practice of law, mm-hmm. where people you're dealing with that it's very, it's an interesting dance. How you learn about what you need to know to help someone without finding about all the things that are going to keep you from helping them. Mm -hmm. So she's always tells him, you know, I can't, if you tell me about violence and all, I have a duty to alert the authorities. And so, um, the way they skirt that line all the time and have their own kind of codes and different things, it's just, uh, it's very entertaining. Um, I don't know if that speaks to her deeper character or anything. Maybe it does. Well, I guess, so one of the things that the, problems that I have with the show is I don't miss like the female characters are typically only complicated in one way 
whereas the men are complicated in a lot of different ways. Like, you know, Tony looks at, you know, a butcher's cleaver and feels one way, and he looks at his mother and he feels one way, and he looks at his children and he feels one way. You know, and Polly Walnuts, you know, he looks at something and he feels this way. He looks at Christopher, he feels another way. He looks at Swafetel, he feels another way. Um, you know, all of these different, you know, the men get a lot of opportunity to be complicated in different ways, whereas I feel the women only get to be complicated in one way. And Dr. Melfi, her complication is her taking on someone who's in the mob and like not trying to trying to help him, but not learn more about him, like the dance that you said. And so um, I guess it's cool to hear you say that as someone who is practicing law, because now I have more of an appreciation for that struggle. And actually, she won an award, a real award from a psychiatric, oh. uh, like this analytic psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever. Um, I hear it's got a crazy after party. Let me go ahead and point that out. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Um, but uh, so... I guess, like, my lack of insight into that world makes it so that I think she's only complicated in one way. I, and I guess, like, in her, spoiler alert, when she gets raped, um, that is also another complication to her character. But I don't I, I don't feel like we ever see her be bad. That's the thing, is she almost never slips, even in, so the moment that you mentioned, you know, she thinks about, she has a session with Tony, and she's like, I can tell him about this guy who ended up, skirting justice due to like an administrative police error pretty much if i recall um and she's like i told him he would take care of it and she's like but that's not yeah that's not justice that's not the way i should go about it i in terms of her being bad i think too uh I, i'm i'm struggling to recall the exact details but um she has that dinner with her son right uh and something what does she do at, at that dinner i'm trying to remember she embarrasses her son she 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 gets a she's sort of a, a, a aggressive with with somebody sitting close to them or something I can't I can't remember exactly but I remember her drinking I guess we could say that that her drinking yes. is 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 she's uh, in terms of her that's that's part of her character as well that her drinking is sort of a, a problem for mm. for her uh, um, but uh, yeah it's her relationship with Tony toxic yeah that's what I was thinking that's yeah. the she yeah. is clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I and I, I I I don't know. It's it seems like she she kind of wants to keep doing it out of some kind of satisfaction because like the amount of times she tells him not to come back or he storms out, like almost no psychologist. I mean I understand the TV show, but like in like for real, like no psychologist would take somebody back that's threatened them that many times. Like yeah. in good kind, like not even just like a safety thing, like. You know, I can't good. provide this professional service to you yeah. anymore. Well, yeah. he, he also says that to. he loves her. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's it, like to continue treating someone who says that to you is a difficult ethical line to walk. And then, um, oh, what what else does she do? But I think that's that's a major one where mm-hmm. she where she finds out that he's in love with her. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the other thing is about him like potentially being. So I guess this is, is Tony a sociopath? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. as she and then said. she's just giving him practice. Yeah. right to fool people. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. You sound like her ex husband, mm. Stephen. <laughs> I also sound like well reviewed, peer reviewed medical literature, <laughs> good sir. And so. 
Yeah, and like, but Will, back to what you were saying about, I mean, eventually, I feel like Tony sort of ends up like, in terms of not being able to disclose violent acts to her, I feel like eventually all those kind of rules go out the window, and that Tony's eventually just sort of like those those sort of boundaries become null and void. I feel like that that he's like not not he's right. not Towards explicit, the end, it's but like, it's like, everything's awesome. everybody knows, knows exactly he's what he killing means. people yeah. and yeah. like you know, and she's it's just it's, uh, it's yeah, it's like a but it's like a voyeurism for her. Like she gets to hear about all this bad stuff without you know hearing about it, without she, actually hearing about it. She mm-hmm. she doesn't have to be bad. Which, Someone else gets to be bad for her. Which is sort of our position as a viewer, I guess. Oh too. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. part of yeah. that's the a big reason I like it is watching yeah. people get the shit beat out of them. Yeah, without us being without yeah, I don't like to fight. But I was to say that that's the <laughs> point of Melfi, right? Is to make us confront our obsession as Americans with violence in TV. Hmm. Felt like if someone wrote that somewhere and I read that, but that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that seems that right. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. David, I'm playing checkers. David Chase is playing checkers. Yeah. It's four-dimensional. Is he, though? So I think that's the perfect... Are, yes. Okay, yeah. We're is, too much into Are this. we ready to... Yeah. Is it really that good? Is You know, there have now been books, Difficult Men, written about the second golden age of TV, where it focused on The Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad, and Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say that this started it all. Mm-hmm. And Sopranos really... The Sopranos really set the tv world on fire and made it so that there could be anti-heroes and you know all this is it as good and as great as you know the culture has made it out to be i think it is um but first i want to say having so much fun i'm gonna go ahead and speak for myself and joseph we'll come back when y'all want to do mad men yeah. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. We were real obsessed with that too. Which I was gonna say that I think maybe that was actually how I got on The Sopranos was Mad Men. I think I watched really? Mad Men. Uh-huh. Or watched Mad Men sort of first. Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like well that. and then yeah, if you ever yeah. read anything with Matthew Weiner, he always talks about right how, how big work on yeah, Sopranos. David was. Chase yeah, David Chase was. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, well, what I was gonna say is, so a lot of people, it seems to me, people that watch The Sopranos in real time, that maybe there is some big time nostalgia involved with all them but like i didn't start it till 12 years probably mm. after it aired mm. to begin and so it doesn't have those ties to me even i mean i don't get a nostalgia for the early 2000s turning the millennium from it to I do. me you do okay yeah. yeah so so in spite without that um it still has blown me away mm. more than any other tv mm. But some people got nostalgia tied up in it. Big time. What's up, Jason? Yeah, I just, I, seeing that, seeing that um, time depicted, depicted on screen out of the little, like the sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely feel there's a certain, the, the palette of the show in terms of the gaudiness and sort of cheapness of like Tony's house versus like an authentic like mansion or something like that, or how, you know, they're all drinking Pepsi and stuff like that. It's a really powerful person, but, and, and how much the show sort of deals with, with the time during which I was growing up, um, makes me have to sort of, I don't know if it's nostalgia, but I don't know, at least, um, like, um, association or like, like with that. With, what? Yeah. Is uh, it, yeah. I guess it's not like, you know, like stranger things makes mm-hmm. people nostalgic for the 80s right. and like the fashion and the style like when i watch i think that 
the Sopranos did a really great job of capturing the like that feel, but it's not mm-hmm. necessarily a nostalgia I want to go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's know. like we dress so ugly, yeah. right? What was this? Yeah. Although I do own a tracksuit now, so <laughs> they're comfy though, right? Yeah, they Some, are. You know, comfort never goes out of style. True, yeah, true. <clears throat> I, I, I don't know, though. I don't know if it's as good as it's made up to be. I know that I really enjoyed the show, um, but I, I don't know if it's like this. I don't know. It certainly seems like it was really influential on TV. Mm. I wasn't um, watching adult TV before it, you know, mm-hmm. so really? I don't have that scope of like everything was like this. And then all of a sudden this happened and changed. But I'm trying to think back to old TV shows I watch. Yeah. Not that many. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Blown Almost out. impossible to compare to Sopranos, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, and I definitely, I definitely feel that, um, you know, it's one of those things where we've been spoiled by good TV. We've mm-hmm. been completely mm-hmm. just rotted to the core with the right. second golden age of TV, and so it's like, how, you know, we see things and it's like, oh, that's familiar. But I think there's one of that's because there are so many things that pop up like. The Sopranos did it first, so I understand why that's so great. I also think one of the things that makes The Sopranos so unique is that it was uh, almost like, in addition to David Chase, like wanting to, he had, like wanting to do movies, so he had a very cinematic vision. And mm-hmm. HBO helped him bring that to life. But also the actors, just in general, mm-hmm. like it was a, it was very much, and they say that about Mad Men too. Mm-hmm. Like it was about writers creating opportunities for actors not mm. needing big names like ted danson and you know i'm trying to think of other people who were famous at the time you know to get these things off the ground bill and, cosby canceled yep have y'all had anyone on talk about the cosby show no. that would be fascinating mm-hmm. i just want to throw that the, out there the closest we've come don't call me <laughs> sierra manny <laughs> talked about uh surviving r kelly oh, oh shit. Cool, cool, cool. um but um yeah i think that um, it's as good as they say it is. But see, I say that, but there are other, like, In the Heat of the Night was produced by Carol O'Connor, who had done, um, he was Archie Bunker. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are, and like, Oz, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. started before The yeah. Sopranos started. Oh, yeah. it did, huh? Yeah. With, okay. um, what's his name from uh, the jazz movie? Um, the bald-headed guy and the uh, the uh, insurance sure. commercials, right? Isn't it that guy? Oh, the general. Yeah, yeah he's got a no, helmet. No, not the general. We're talking we're talking about Shaq again. He was in prison. That was when the general was in prison, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. For war crimes, right? Actually. He was being yeah. held in the Hague. In yeah. insurance fraud. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> yeah. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. J.K. Simmons and yeah. Christopher Nolan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So people were at least starting to try and bring a more cinema approach to TV. Yeah. But I've started Oz and I didn't keep watching it. I have not given it a shot. It may uh, be really- speaking of cinematics, how, like, from Oz to Sopranos, like, Oz looks like a, compared to Sopranos, looks like it was shot on, like, a, yeah, like, a student film. Like, <laughs> and it's yeah. great, it's great, but it, it obviously, like, David Chase clearly had such a, a, a better, like, a, a higher idea than what they were going for with that. Well, and I think also HBO knew it needed to set itself apart because it Oz, Sex and the City, then The Sopranos, and The Sopranos became a mega hit. 
and it became like people saw that the network saw value in creating cinematic quality tv beautiful tv yeah yeah, the way the sopranos got the response it did but what i wanted to talk about the nostalgia i think these mob movies fit into the timeline they're always at the most popular when um like america's at its most dysfunctional like the godfather is really popular in the 70s goodfellas Mm -hmm. is really popular coming out of the 80s here we've got going into 9-11 and just before the financial crisis they're like if we as i i feel i and you guys feel free to disagree with me on this like organized crime is always used as a shorthand as like moral decay in a society certainly yeah they in the first so in the pilot that's what tony tells melfi early on he's like i feel like I'm getting to the party as it's ending or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All these other guys got in on the ground yeah. floor, mm-hmm. and I'm hearing it's not like we used to be, not yeah. the golden age, which is probably something tied up with Americans' faulty sense of nostalgia or something. But And, yeah, the show's obsession with the American dream seems so, yeah, so tied in, particularly with The Godfather, I think, um, and, and Godfather 2. Uh, and, and it's just a sort of like, you know, I think of like, I don't know, Godfather 2 is a sort of like classic, like modernist film or something like that. And then uh, The Sopranos is this, you know, the fact that it is on television and um, and then it's set in the suburbs of New Jersey versus, you know, mm-hmm. Vegas or, you know, mm-hmm. the city is, um, you know, that it's this sort of postmodern, you know, sort of farcical update on on like, you know, the themes like that were explored in, um, in Godfather and Godfather 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> oh, it's so it's good. It's yeah. good. It's, that's yeah. Yeah. Good. That's okay. consensus. Cool. It's good. I just forgot yeah. where. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. No, I mean, yeah. I think it's yeah. the it's the the I mean, just like to be cute about it, the banality of evil. Yeah. Like, the banality mm-hmm. of ma- like the banality. I wonder if it like does it show does it portray the American dream as evil? as something that is inherently like something we should not be striving for because ultimately at the end of the day, that's what all of these men think that they are Mm -hmm. going. I think it gets close. Like you said earlier, it's like they don't question the methods they provide with their family. I got to provide for my family. Who cares whose kneecaps I break to do it? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, if anything, takes all that it's gotta be evil. I think, yeah, I think it might be saying not that the American dreams evil, but to actually you know achieve the american dream you got to do some some bad things right yeah if you've gotten it you got dirt on your hands for getting there maybe yeah and 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 two uh we were watching you know going back and watching some episodes this week and carmella has this long monologue to tony where i think she's talking about the financial security of the family and um you know what's going to happen if tony dies where's the money at um which kind of becomes a theme in the show and she has this line that really jumped out to me was you know everything has an ending and, and to me, that's sort of the show's maybe, you know, part of the show, along with what, what y'all are saying about, um, you know, is it evil? Is, is it achievable? Is like this, this shit's going to end at some point. All our lives are going to end and, and America's going to end, I guess, is, is sort of what, you know, the, the decline, the decline of, of the country is sort of yeah. what it feels like it's talking about. Too. Yeah, for sure. I definitely, I, I definitely feel that, that, that they feel like, yeah, that there's no way to actually actually achieve what america says you can get just by coming here yeah so i guess this is the perfect opportunity to talk about 
the end. The final episode. The final episode. Made there is America. an obsession with death. There is an obsession with death. Um, so I'm gonna come out and say it. So everyone who hasn't watched the spoiler or watched the Sopranos, you should, I guess, not listen to the rest of the episode. So we're gonna just rapid fire what we think happened. Yeah. Uh, he got shot in the back of the head by the dude in the members only jacket in yep. front of his family as yeah. he left the bathroom. Right. As the members only guy yeah, left the bathroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came, came back out of the bathroom. Tony yeah. shot him in the head. Oh yeah, that's 100. Yeah. percent There's no. There's no. It's not a happy ending. Wow. Okay. So, yes. somebody, please, somebody have a different <laughs> have idea. Different. Yeah. Even if you I, don't, can we no, devil's advocate? I okay. think, I think Tony kills himself. I think that you Whoa. don't see it. I think they just have dinner, but I think Tony kills himself in front of his family at dinner. Not at okay. dinner, but he mm. kills himself that year. Very wow. short. He either kills himself later that night, or again, just putting putting it in the timeline, he will kill himself. Because the final episode aired in June of 2007, mm-hmm. and fall is when the financial markets collapse. Based on the palette of the show, they're somewhere late winter, early spring. And from watching the, um, I think it's, yeah, Heidi and Kennedy, I feel he starts in that episode, you start to see him put his affairs, and there are so many things throughout the show so one thing is just like the obsession with death like everyone Whoa. dies Whoa. everyone who everyone touches, you love yeah everyone you love except and... for polly walnut's my favorite character so, like, <laughs> jesus christ polly but you know whenever you decide to deal with the mob like there is some kind of death there is a spiritual death there is a literal death mm-hmm. uh and so and like just in inge- the you know everyone dies you know everyone poops everyone dies um and so but I think in Tony's case specifically, the last like three episodes, he kills. Uh, he kills Chris. He mm-hmm. kill he. Um, Melfi kicks him off as a patient, and you know I think that those two like he goes to Vegas and he has the realization like he's looking mm-hmm. out over and he's like I get it I understand. Favorite moment of the yeah, show. Yeah, that's man. when he that's when he took the peyote and figured it all out. Yeah. And so he is done, and I think he kills himself. And I think that that the final. So I don't think the final episode is good because it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. Mm. And so you can either interpret the it's not going somewhere because he dies in that scene, or I feel like it's it doesn't go anywhere because I don't. I actually don't think David Chase. I know David Chase wanted Tony to die. There is an episode. There is an episode. There is a script out there where Tony gets whacked, and we see it. Yeah, and we see it. They mm-hmm. put it on film, but I think just with like everyone else, one there's never a ma- there like of all of the deaths in the show. There's never there is only one major suicide, and it is his mistress. That's what I was gonna say. She kills herself. AJ, attempts. they really try, yeah. Suicide attempt yes. in history. Yes, AJ. he does not do yeah. good. No. And so again, uh-huh. AJ, AJ is the ultimate failure mm-hmm. and of like, Tony's. As, oh, of Tony, okay, and yeah. so Tony would succeed. He w- yeah, if Tony wanted to kill himself, he wouldn't mess up. I think that's he would true. He would do. Hmm. So, so I buy into like all of the crazy analysis of the 
point of view shots and the bell ringing. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. That. I've I've read those. I've read that. So and I love it. Back. Um. So we rewatched Pine Barrens recently. Yeah. And to so talk good. about when you get those weird. So I think there's a few other times where you get these weird actual POV shots that no one realizes their point of view. So Pine Barrens, uh, Chrissy and Polly take the Russian out to kill him. You know, Spoiler. and he runs away. So That's the yeah, Steve Buscemi episode, isn't it? He directed yeah. it. Yeah that yeah Whoa, so really? um, yeah and then uh awesome. so like they're shooting at him and they're trying to follow the blood trail and the footprints and it like ends and they don't know where it is and all of a sudden there's a shot looking down at them from like a top of a tree and then it goes back to them and like to me that's the russian that's climbed that tree and it's looking down okay i've never thought of it like that but yeah that weird pov where i think you have that at the end it's tony's but it's just black and then of course there's when they talk about what it's like when you get killed and everyone's like you never see it coming mm. bobby and then there's talks still, to him about that yeah i, don't I know. just feel so close for what the show and for it to end up in the final episode yeah well i mean again like with all of the red string i think like those are all of the possible like it could like he is about to be indicted that's the other thing is he's about to be mm-hmm. indicted mm-hmm. i don't think he's going to do well with mm-hmm. the indictment i think the financial crisis is going to hit they're going to take that whatever um but like you could see any of those, like, yes, the guy goes into the bathroom in the members-only jacket. Of course that could be a way that he gets shot in the head. There's the cop in the bar. Of course he could arrest Tony there and take him into custody. You know, but I think the most interesting thing would be Tony killing himself. And no one has hope for him to last long no. after the scene. I mean, everything. Is, it's just like we've learned that you mm. don't get out of it no. in this game. Man, mm. you, you mentioned Bobby... And that's my favorite shit. That it, like him getting killed in his train room. Oh man! <laughs> Bobby and his hobby get murked. So Polly lives. There's a conspiracy theory that Polly's tied in with New York, and that's the reason he's. Yeah, I mean, because he has yeah. all the he has all the like uh, when he was in jail, he kept talking to them. So yeah. And I want to say, so he's my favorite character. Um, because he has a supernatural connection, you know, mm. with the divine and has visions of the Virgin Mary and different things. But also, I think it can be argued he's one of the more moral characters if you think he's not double-crossing the family by talking to New York in that he is a lifelong bachelor. So he has to be less of a misogynist than everyone else that is constantly cheating on their wives. Yeah, okay. So shall, give, okay. give Polly that one bone, maybe. <laughs> Did Polly never have a wife? Did they mention that? Yeah, he's a bachelor. He does have a serious girlfriend for a while, and I'm, he probably does cheat on her, as they all seem to do. Is, uh, is, but he never, and he never brought any kids into this horrible mm. world that they've created. I so. think, I think Polly is just so simple. Like he is, like that's. I think that's simple. Yeah. Like he is simple, and that is, like. If you, I think that's the biggest problem with other people in the show is like they begin to question. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if you question the lo- your loyalty to the family, you question the way things are done, you try to do them differently uh, without like guaranteed success, that's what gets people in trouble. And so Polly never does that. Never even. Polly's, Polly's the, he, he's, yeah. he's the one that dates uh, uh, the girl with the – she has like kids, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Carla from – scrubs i'll never forget that was like i loved when she showed up i was like fuck yeah she's great yeah and so so sylvia's like that 
uh, in terms of simplicity, mm-hmm. right? He's sort of a, and, and they're mm-hmm. also two, maybe the least accomplished actors out of the bunch. Yeah. Of, like, with, with Polly yeah, was, Polly's yeah. actor was actually worked with for the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a made man, but yeah. in her time. Yeah, yeah right. And then Silvio is also actually in the day, no, not day. Uh, no, uh, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Mafia. That's sick of his day, Matthews. So that's why Silvio is so simple, is yeah. because, um, What's his name? I know how to do this one face. Yeah. Don't. And he has uh, that impression. Um, but <laughs> yeah. his other boss, the boss, got the band back together. And so he actually talked about wanting a bigger role in the series and had hoped that it would be like, and like they had actually planned because the, they were saying the best friend is the only person who can say like what they need to to the boss. So I think he would have provided the probably the devil counterpoint to Angel to Melfi's Angel. Mm-hmm. So But the band got back but the, together. The band got back together mm-hmm. and it fucked them up. So good for him though. Silvio may live, I guess, right? Isn't he left on life support at the end? Yeah. Yeah, it's not it doesn't look like a good life. It's probably fucked up. Uh, like permanent coma. Yeah. Mm. It's casual. Mm. Gosh, it's just it, I just want to go watch it all night now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely gonna go rewatch some of the better episodes. It's um, a hard to bad episode, I feel. I feel like there aren't A lot of people hate the and it's kind of out of vain, some people think, the Christopher Columbus episode. Mm. So they end up beating up the Native Americans for protesting Columbus Day. But if you think about it, they would have all they would all be voting for Trump. Yeah. By the way, I'm oh, gonna yeah. put out that. Oh, All There's yeah. a like AJ so. pushes that black kid into the scrum and like gets his like he feels bad about it, but that kid gets his ass beat. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're yeah, misogynist, racist, racist all yeah, racist. But yeah, people that I don't know, some people think that that episode doesn't fit and it's like that's totally how they would act about that. Oh right? yeah. It's that running whenever they have the T V on and they're watching the T V and it's the local news and they're talking about Mob, you know, like the, like how the perceptions of mafia mafiosos in America. It's like squarely in that like social commentary, mm. you know, theme of the show around, you know, what's, ah. it, what's it like to be, you know, <laughs> Italian Americans today. So. Trying to think of other episodes people don't like. Which people don't like season four. But I don't even remember what is the big. Oh, the episode with um, where they bring Livia back through CGI. Yes, um, yes, yeah, yes, yes. That makes sense. But that's just I feel not like... enough. Appre- not enough people, I think, appreciate Junior as he slowly has dementia and everything mm. on set. Mm. That's so funny. Yeah, that's not the comedy in Sopranos rivals any TV show to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are parts of Sopranos I'm just on the floor laughing. Yeah. A lot of it is with Junior going senile, <laughs> <laughs> frankly. Any other characters, episodes? Oh, Marone. Well, mm. I love when Polly goes in the bottom being the strip club and sees, like, the Virgin Mary and all that. It's pretty wild. And then Polly's re- relationship with his mom and his real mom and figuring all that out. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's so, that's so funny that they all start booking them in the same nursing home. Oh, God. Okay, now, what's the name of that place? Probably St. Mary's or some shit. Like, it's Green definitely, definitely a Catholic place. And then, um, but there's some other things you can go back and watch, and it's like, Polly is seeing something. 
or like Polly wants to tell them about something he's seen but won't do it. Mm. That's what I, I just think Chase, David Chase, when you it gets better with every rewatch mm. the series. You just pick up all these things. I think like, some of the funniest yeah. stuff is when Polly yeah. is talking about stuff and Sylvia is just like uh God, I forget what he says, but he's like he's like it's compliment he just corrects him all the time. He's like, You fucking idiot. Oh yeah. He does get he does that all the time. Well, Paulie will say something that's just not right. Like, it, I, perfect example is in Pine Barrens where it's like Ch- Czechoslovakians and interior decorator <laughs> instead of Wretches uh, <laughs> and the interior ministry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an interior decorator. Yeah. Chrissy goes, This place is like shit. <laughs> Chrissy, dude. Ah, oh, Chrissy, man. That guy. Possibly yeah. the greatest character, too. That's, I mean, that's oh, so one of my favorite characters. Want to shake him so oh, many times, dude. Give him a and fucking just be hug, like, dude. Come on. Yeah, or I mean, it, oh. you know, and Adriana, of course, Adriana. That's probably you, you should talk about. Goals. You talking about relationship? How, <laughs> like, I want that like coked out, like black leather apartment. <laughs> Fucking just no problem. Oh, babe, you're doing heroin on the bed. Like I'm trying to find my. You bra. squished like, my dog. You know, like uh, yeah, you slept on top of my dog. You were so high. It died. That's a great like, talk oh. about that man. And then Tony, the... and then Tony really wanted to fucking kill. That because Tony fucking loves animals. Yeah, loves those ducks. Um, that was that, yeah, that was the first time he almost got he almost called the hit on Chris. That intervention, right? He's like, you fucking killed the dog. That's the like, most comedic moment. Yeah, the intervention yeah, yeah, is yeah. hilarious. Pure comedy. Chrissy doesn't give a fuck. He's like loaded in it. Like they end up beating him up. Yeah, Paul and Silvio they beat the, shit beat out the crap him, out of him. Oh intervention. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, Adrian, and it works by the way for a while. Yeah, the intervention does. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then they start giving him shit for like, well, have a fucking drink, loosen up. Why, why, why are you so fucking sober? <laughs> yeah, like get over it. <laughs> have some vodka. Uh, but Adriana, yeah, I love, love Adriana as well. She was amazing. She her getting killed is just her getting killed. That episode, I mean, it was so heartbreaking when she found out that her like only friend was a cop. <laughs> And that's that makes you hate the the police a little bit too. With uh, like we, I was just watching that episode where they kind of just casually they're like, oh, what if you know, Chrissy's got that girlfriend. Let's just target her. And you're like, it ends up in her death. Like the police essentially, like yeah, like it's as much their fault as it is. You know, are there yeah. any good cops shown or anyone that's um, like that's a good cop? It's like well, who's the main guy who's just cop. sympathetic to Tony? Yeah, like he's complicated, I guess, and that he tries he's to play both yeah. sides. But I mean, like, there's yeah, no... they never showed him doing anything bad. Not like the informant that they had at the beginning that like lived at the uh, brothel. Brothel, yeah. That dude was a piece of shit, man. Right? Yeah. Was, for I Mm-hmm. I mean, sympathetic too. I mean, he had his, he was an addict, and you know, yeah, but, you yeah. Know, I mean, but he was a pretty rough cop. He was. Uh, That's who he starts following Melfi for yeah. Tony, and like beats and then beats up her friend or yeah. date. Yeah. 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 The yeah. the best cop was the one that uh was working with um oh, what's this with uh Big Pussy. The the one with the the <laughs> he just looked he looked like he should have been in the mafia. I'm trying to remember what that guy. And was I like, like the. I can't believe we're just now getting a pussy. I like the FBI guy. Who the deals with, with Tony, 
you know, for, I don't know, you know, that Tony starts telling him about kind of terrorist related. It's real mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. You know? He's an interesting character. I think they're interesting, but they're, they're still no, there is no good cop. Like there is no mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, that's true character. in real life. So well, there, yeah. there's no is there a character, <laughs> right? That's what I was going to say. Who is one that's like, is Adriana innocent? Yeah. I don't or know. no. She knows what she everyone does and she's complicit. Right. Yeah, right. I can't think of any like right good moral upstanding character. Maybe that's what the show's AJ, about. Dude. There aren't any. Meadow? AJ's not. Meadow is not. Meadow's not. Meadow's not. Meadow's not. No, because she No, is... Meadow's by an E in like the first two episodes. Yeah. Hey! Hey, hey what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Kids. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, your dad's a fucking no, that reminds me of when she, Yeah, so the grandmother moves out of the house and she has a party there and they get so mad at her and she's like, I could have taken ecstasy, but I didn't. <laughs> Yo, that was me in high school. For sure. <laughs> I could, I just tried to have been arrested yet. Like, I'm like, why are you giving me shit? <laughs> like, um, I'm trying to think of any. Uh, Certainly know. not the priest. No, That's not great. we hadn't talked about Carmela enough. I know we're going into hour three here, but uh, Carmel is certainly not. Uh uh-uh. uh Very again, complicit. You know, made hands. kind of the deal with the devil thing. You know. Yeah. Well, Carmela <laughs> wants. She My wants favorite. like a nor. She wants all the money without all the crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. Again, that's just a side effect of the American dream. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Edie Falco is just a great actress. Oh, she's amazing. I love her. So yeah. But she's definitely have- one of the best actresses in the show, or one of the best actors, period, in the show. Mm-hmm. Watching her hair get bigger and blonder. Yes. As the crimes get dirtier. And- we yes. were talking, yeah, More so longer. dirty blonde. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just small hair in the, part, in the pilot. Um, I'm trying to think of a good character. Someone is very moral. Right. Oh, no, just Whew. sarcasm alert there. Dude, but Ralph he may be the most. Maybe the worst. Um, He's probably the worst. Most morally degenerate. Oh, he God. killed his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. That was one of the most violent, disgusting <laughs> moments of the show, for Sorry. sure. Was when that is. That was Ooh, like, we're even fun. like Tony and them were like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, this is disgusting. I mean, I mean, that was a horrible scene. Um, and he kills, spoiler alert, Tony's horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Tony's Ukrainian girlfriend, did she do anything bad? No. There you go. That's it. There you go. Found one. <laughs> Tony. Yeah. 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 And she always calling him out on his bullshit too. That's refreshing. Mm. Ooh, girl. I begin trouble. That's great. When Tony. That's right before he gets carjacked. You know, and has the lit. Right? Is it? That's what happens. That's right? no. That's what I'm he, mixing those up. No, with the carjacking. Well, whenever the hit, they try and hit him early on. He's got the orange juice, and he's trying to break that de- depression funk. But when he's singing "Ooh, girl," yeah, yeah, yeah. is when he's thinking about the, his Ukrainian girlfriend. Which, like, you know, shame on us for not remembering her name. Uh, and us. she is currently seeing the councilman or whatever that politician is, and um, Tony and he, starts and he, crying. He gets emotional, and, he, and the way he expresses his emotions, spoiler, is by beating the shit out of the councilman with a belt in front of her goes in the house yeah so just on that note james gandolfini yes r.i.p yes but also in 
incredible yes. actor. Yes. And really just makes the show. Can't there's, imagine there, there's, else. There is no other no. Tony. Fucking goat performance. Like, I always think about Brando with him, just like mm-hmm. the physicality of his, of his performance and just what I've read about and seen, you know, a little bit with Roger Brando's films, but just how, like, the physicality paired with that, like, just nuanced, sensitive, dynamic acting that he's, and then the sustained performance over six seasons or well, whatever, his, you know, it's just insane. But, the yeah. thing that his eyes yeah. are just so wonderfully expressive, especially, like, especially in the early seasons, they're just moments. <coughs> Jeez, sorry. The whole scene is just his face. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is just such a testament to the kind of talent that he was. Well, he did such a good job. I mean, he, like, like you guys were saying nobody else could have played him but like after that role it was like what the fuck else is he gonna he's tony soprano at this point you Mm -hmm. know it's it's like daniel radcliffe like you just get unfortunately you did such a good job in your role you'll always be thought of as that character i don't i think if he had gotten the chance he because he was such a great i just think that he could bring Mm -hmm. it would be a question if people would allow him to break out right. yeah if he could do like Radcliffe no oh i think he could do amazing things I, I i meant like perception wise i don't think i think people will always would have even had a role better probably not maybe i, I think he I, I think maybe. he had a, i think he had a best actor in him you know yeah. for sure and then the last movie that i remember um him being in was the one with julia louis dreyfus where it's a rom-com and yeah. i can't remember I can't remember the name, that, yeah, I, that that I think that was out after he died. Yeah, um, but so I, mm. I that was I was actually in the movie theater whenever I worked in the movie theater, but uh, I never watched all of it. I should um, go back and watch that. My mom ago, was but, in New York yeah. when he died, New York City, and talks about it being like the Pope had died. Yeah, like that's all anyone talked about. That's it. all this on the news. Man, that last dinner. Have y'all googled the last dinner? Everything they ate. No, I thought about us recreating it, but. Oh, we wanna, should though. I don't want a I mean, massive yeah. coronary. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think we have the money. You know, I mean, I, I don't. I'm talking really about rounds it. of foie gras. Yeah, for gain of. I've never had more than there. one <laughs> yeah. thing of foie gras in a sitting. Yeah. <laughs> rounds, baby. Let alone the wine, rum, a bunch of rum shooters in there. Mm. Yeah. And he was yeah, um, freshen up with <laughs> his his son had graduated high school or college. I forget. And they He's were doing like a father and son thing. Just you know, pre gaming. All right, Pete. Legend. Talk too soon. Anyone got any famous uh, or their favorite quotes of the show? Because I do have one. Don never wears shorts. Oh! <laughs> That's good. I was thinking of, so I forget, it's early on, but Chrissy and I forget who, they kill somebody and they decide to go cut him up in uh, Satray Alley's meat shop, you know, yeah. in there. And Chrissy leans over while they're like cutting up the torso and the meat saw and says, Man, I'm not eating at Satray Alley's for a while. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, they're just so disgusting and so not phased by cutting up a body in a butcher shop. You're just like, I'm not eating it. So that's my favorite, I think. Oh, yeah. Don never, Don never wears shorts. Yeah, that's what, who's, who's the New York boss, uh, the oldest one? Not Phil Leotardo. You're talking about uh, 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 Carmichael? Dude, you're talking about Johnny see. Sack. No, it's the no. guy above Sack. Carmichael. Carmichael or yeah. Carmine? Carmine. No, yeah, big Carmine, big right? Carmine. And there's little Carmine, who I love. Little, little Carmine. Carmine. He's he, he's a fucking great actor, character, but um, yeah, when big Carmine, they're having some, he just in passing kind of walks past Tony. He's like, hey, I heard about the barbecue last week or something like that. Uh, 
Don never wears shorts. And it's just like that kind of like dig from like, you know, the, <laughs> the New York old, elite. Yeah. To, and I, I, Jersey boys. I want to say he doesn't wear shorts again. I don't know. That's probably never bullshit. seen him yeah, back. But, yeah, that would, yeah. So, fun, fun fact about that line yeah. that actually came from a real boss. Really? <sighs> yeah. They were so, so one of the things that in reading about the show is that there were never they consulted with the fbi mm -hmm. they never consulted with people who were actually in the family that seems they, good yeah they didn't, they didn't want they didn't want mob ties yeah, they didn't want mob ties they how about want, the mob and i got ties <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to um they didn't want to have ties but they didn't want to accidentally end up portraying someone like get a story from someone mm. that they didn't need to portray right and so um like in all six seasons, but like just like the like mobsters loved it. Yeah, loved it. Loved yeah. that show. Okay, which wow. is nuts. And they also mm -hmm. love The Godfather and Goodfellas, and you know their stories about like hearing. All That's the interesting. Podcasts. They did enjoy The Sopranos. That's what yeah. I heard. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I love anything from Chrissy's screenplay, uh, D Girl. <laughs> Talk about yeah, it's so level. good. Please. Uh, what was it? What did he say? Uh, uh, I don't know whether to shit or go blind. And then he explains like what that means. He's like he's at a he's at a crossroads there, and he really doesn't know whether to shit or go blind. <laughs> and he's telling that to John Favreau, like. <laughs> Yeah. Like, Lord of a call on your face. Yeah. Forgot all about Cleaver. I mean, the self-awareness is obvious from the get-go, but that just almost rubs it in your face. It's so great. <laughs> no. Well, uh, any other stories you guys want to talk about? or Have y'all ever had an episode this long yet? Oh, yeah. We did okay. a two-parter on a children's well, that show. That doesn't count. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> How many weeks have y'all done this now? This will be 13. Nice. That's awesome. Y'all read Lucky about the, the New York Times, whatever, about the six episodes yes. someone did. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Wait, what? Is, I don't read <clears throat> Wait, the what? It's so, uh, in the paper of record. Uh, the Gray Lady. Uh, this, these, they like a shitty advice podcast. And they're like, yeah, after six, uh, six episodes, you're hoping to get sponsored by Casper. Jesus. Like, we just quit. We didn't get it after six. Uh, yeah, so. I've heard if yeah, like it's shit until you've done a hundred episodes. Like, so. yeah, dude. So they're in like seven hundreds now. I went and saw them with y'all's first guest. Yeah, Ben Strassman ran in. Was surprised. My lovely producer in the studio slash girlfriend got me tickets and, and then surprise Ben was there Man. and sat and watched with him but shout out to Strassman yeah those guys have been doing it since 2006 so I'm looking forward to coming back in 2040 yeah so, so we already had this discussion we're killing oh. ourselves in 2020 when the new Scooby Doo movie comes yep. out you're no, more than so, welcome to I feel like I'm on that timeline Will Forte yeah. Shaggy is the last thing I want to see oh what huh <laughs> I can't believe y'all. I wish we had video for our yeah, faces. Just take now. a cold shower. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm. That's weird. Yeah, it's about to be the 20s, y'all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm here for it. 
Yeah. For now. I mean, it's a few months out, so we'll see how I feel about New Year's. Maybe things get better. Yeah. The presidential election next year. No. Anyway, yeah, we can't talk about that. This, year, this is no. not a political podcast. But Dumb. like, life is a political podcast. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was so much fun, though. I'll, I'll I was kind of worried. I don't know. I have so many thoughts about Sopranos and all. It's so hard sometimes to distill them. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we did our but, but y'all brought it out of me, I think, pretty well, yeah. And I didn't write down my script. You brought it out of yourself, dude. Straight up. It was in you all along. Well done on that. Marone. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good Sopranos quote. Yeah, we got a good... Um, you got some gabagool? Where's good goods? Gosh, we got no fucking ZD now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what we're about to do, is go eat some fucking ZD. All right. Well, that sounds any. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, unless you guys have anything else big y'all want to talk about. Um, no. No. Like, y'all got y'all... any any plugs? I know you guys are. Yeah. Shakers and movers. So. I got a lot of uh, irons in the fire, but they're all uh, classified irons right now. Yeah. I don't know. My old podcast might come back. I keep saying that every podcast <laughs> I go on. The Friday Rolling will ride again. I had a good brunch in New Orleans at the Palace Cafe with my old co-host yeah man i'm i'm really it's about to be basketball season again and i gotta hear about his basketball team so there you go oh he's been making moves believe me coach he did not get the head coaching gig i'm gonna put that out there oh i'm still making moves still making moves um wesson and i might start a spinoff podcast of land sharks after dark i don't know if y'all heard the episode that we took over and it was just me and him i did Sharks light. So, LD, uh, LDL pilot. Right. Probably bring oh, Alex Ridgway in on that. Y'all should get him. I'm going to plug Alex Ridgway. Shout out to Ridgway. Shout out to Ridgway. I think we're, yeah, that was the only thing I was going to drop is that uh, we're, I don't know if Ridgway knows about this yet, but we were starting to talk about the other night that just out of our sort of friend group, like Ridgway is the one that should become the most famous, maybe. Yeah, he's been doing stand up apparently in Oxford, so. Killing it, I heard. So I just want to get on his team. That's mm-hmm. I just want to shout. Ridgeway, if you're listening, I want to get on your uh, promotional team. Ridgeway stands. If, Ridge yeah, stands. yeah. Where's some Ridge uh, stands? I work for free, so <laughs> you know, hook it up. I'll be your manager. Not hard, but not for free. Manager. Yeah, not hard. Not hard. Ah! Not hard. No. You get what you pay. Don't pay for it. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't think of any other flies yeah. on there. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything going on. All right, that's perfect. Um, yeah. Definitely hit these guys up. You know, you heard their plugs. It's good stuff. Alex Ridgeway, we'll get him on. I think that might be. I guess that's a, a good tap for a, a. We need people. We need more episodes. We don't yeah. have anybody planned after y'all. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast and you have a TV show that you feel deeply about and you want to talk about your favorite snacks to tens and tens of followers, <laughs> please reach out to me and Jamie. We would love. At this point, I'm considering reaching out to people because they just have really cool names. And I think that they would be fun to say on air. Um, and we just we just love talking to people about TV. And we hope that you love talking to us about TV. And it's better than books. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't quote me on that. Uh, <laughs> Joseph and I would love to come back and do Mad Men okay. sometime. For sure. Yeah. I'll need to watch at least one episode of it before that happens, though. So. Watch the pilot in the finale. Okay. Fuck. Am I? Yeah, Got it. Watch- there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Shout out to John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, shout out to January Jones Woo. and Betty Draper. Fuck. 
All right. Well, mm. we're about to go into another episode. If we sit here long <laughs> enough. Thank you guys so much for being yeah, on the podcast thank today. You. We yeah. appreciate your insights so much into this, The Sopranos, and how it changed TV. Um, I'm Steven for Jamie, and this has been Cute Up Database. Later, cuties. <laughs>